What's up, Nana Nation? Thank you for tuning in. This is Self Therapy, but just before I get into this, I just want to give a shout out to everybody, part of the network. Please uh, check out some of the other podcasts on here. Reach out, do whatever you can, spread the word. Everyone loves you. Let's go. Awkward Throat Clear, Midnight Owl, Wow, I Had Mustard, and of course, Not After 30 Podcast. Thanks so much. Share the love. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of self therapy? Uh, If this is your first time hearing self-therapy, this is simply me just kind of recording my thoughts. I try not to have anything too too done up beforehand. What I try to do is I just try to talk from the heart and go from there. And uh, maybe this is relatable to you. And if not, maybe it's entertaining to you. And if not, thanks for tuning in anyways. I appreciate the support and love. Uh, Today's episode, I think this is episode four or five of self-therapy, and this episode is appropriately called Dad Hands. Now, it's not a joke. It's not some kind of random thought. It's kind of a premeditated thought, and this is what I want you to think of when I say Dad Hands. Uh, You ever have that moment as a kid? Or you fall and you scrape your knee, or you fall off your bike, or whatever, get hurt, and you get held by your father, and they he looks at you, and the grip is like kind of like sandpaper, but very comforting. This is that kind of moment. This is um, the comfort in those dad hands. And before we go any further, um, if if you had lost your father or never met your father or anything along those lines. My deepest condolences. I'm sure you turned out to be a great guy after all, but uh, that's a shitty situation that no one should be in, but unfortunately it happens, and uh, you know, all the best. Okay, so with that being said, let me get right into this. I've been thinking about this a lot, and in the recent world we live in, with lockdown and COVID and blah, 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 um, I guess the self-awareness of this has really kind of clicked in. I'm not working. I haven't worked in over 10 weeks now. It totally weirds me out. I think from the age of give or take 16, maybe 14, I think I started working at 14 and had my real, you know, on the books job at 16. And then I'm pretty sure I worked maybe with a couple gaps in between, but pretty much worked consistently until I'm 37 now, I'll be 38, which feels weird to say, uh, in a couple of weeks, a couple months. And um, I think I've worked always since then I've always had a summer job always had a part-time job I'm gonna say since 1999 I'm pretty sure I've worked consistently consistently um okay so the current balance in my household is that my wife is working uh she does um she works part-time hours and then she also works half of a time of a job share and what that kind of means is that she's working three days a week which is good I guess and but then she's also working like 10 days straight on call in the evening now she works all from home so that's great Um, but the downside is it puts a lot of the kids pressure on me uh, or all the kid pressure on me and which is fine because like I'm an adult I'm the oldest of, of my siblings I'm used to I'm used to that but I've also I've had a kid of my own now for three years and you you kind of figure it out as you as it goes along. Um, so with Britt working a lot, 
and weird hours. It's really dependent on me to, to watch the kids. And I've noticed my hands changing. And before I get too far into that, I want to just kind of go back a little bit and take you on a little bit of a journey. And if I was better at podcasting or, or editing, I would put music in, like at this point now, like that that um, nostalgic kind of beat in the background, which brings you back. But um, this isn't a crazy serious topic, but it's a very awakening, uh, as the kids would say, I was woke, but a very awakening moment of my life. And... Um, it's kind of mind-blowing. I'm sorry if I click my teeth a lot. I don't, I don't mean to do it, but it's it's a way that I kind of trigger thought process and uh, sentence forming. And I, when I listen to myself, when I listen back and I hear it, it makes me really frustrated. So my my new podcasting resolution is to not click my T's and um and and so much, but we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> um, so let me start off by saying everybody has these their body parts that they don't like oddly enough i've never been a huge fan of my hands i have to be honest i always kind of felt they were kind of fatty looking and and like sausage fingers like like i I don't have like particularly long hands i don't think i have small hands but like i wear like a, a size large glove and everything else on my body is an xl everything and i just i don't know i just always felt like a little insecure about my hands and i I don't know how else to frame phrase it, but I always felt they didn't look proportionate to my body. But maybe it's just one of those things. Maybe it's just one of those things where you're your own worst critic, critic on it. And I think that's what the case is. I asked my wife too. I was like, do you think my hands look weird? She's like, no, they look fine. She's like, your feet on the other hand, they those look fucked up. So... As a young, as a young adult, as a teenager, I always kind of... I don't want to say hide my hands, but I always kind of hid them because I, I never really like felt like they were like a, a very um, satisfying or whatever, you know, looking hand. Like sometimes you see hands, especially on guys, and you see these hands and like they're, they're like either muscular or they're lean or they're defined in some kind of way. It's not making much sense, but I always just felt mine look soft and no granted to my to my acclaim they are soft uh in my line of work you know my hands are always kind of moisturized so it's hard not to have great <laughs> great feeling hands they don't have that rough sandpapery feel um and i always I always felt that they lacked that strength you know i like, like i was never one of those like big heavy handshake guys um so that always kind of threw me for a loop and um i don't think they're particularly strong in any super sense or anything like that but I just kind of always felt like they were inadequate at, uh, for whatever reason. And I always thought that they were one of the less appealing things on me and whatever, that's that. So getting into this idea of dad hands, um, like it's it's not meant to be like, um, it's not meant to be this huge proclaimed factoid it's just one of those things that i've noticed and i'm wondering if someone else out there has also felt that way um i always would notice like other i I notice adult like guys hands all the time like i remember being at this wedding as a as as probably like a young teenager 
I'm gonna say like argument's sake, 13 years old. And I remember seeing my my cousin's grandfather, his mom's dad's hands, and like he was like a labor laborer, and he had like these like huge, strong, bold, dirt under the fingernail, construction-y type hands. And I'm always kind of like amazed by those. I'm like, look, look, look. I would think to myself, oh my God, this guy must work so hard. He can't get his work off of his hands. I always kind of felt like it was like this like unrewarded badge of honor. Like the dirt under your fingernails is supposed to signify um, a greater rank somewhere else in the world. It was just one of those things that always kind of stuck with me, I guess. And I was always kind of like, I'd always measure up to that. I'd see like my dad's hands and like my uncle's hands. And like they were like these well-defined you know not not soft not marshmallowy hands like they were like these masculine hands and i always thought that was a, a huge sign of masculinity is like having these profound strong hands and being a lover of sport you know you see baseball players and like you, you think of any posed position for a pitcher and it's always the glove folded against the left breast or the right breast whatever handed they are and then the like the signature fastball um, position of the fingers on the baseball I always and you see like those like defined strong hands and you think that you know these fingers are bending within fractions of seconds to change the velocity of the ball and I just thought of that and so I'd always measure my marshmallow hands my marshmallow mitts against like these adults and it wasn't fair but it was just what I did you know some guys like uh um strive to have six packs or great biceps or whatever and don't get me wrong like i would love to have abs too that'd be great but you know like i always kind of looked at this as this super masculine badge of honor and so i just always associated that thing that that this guy has strong hands or he works with his hands and he must he must be a super guy like a man's man you know that's always what i kind of held it as and it just always kind of stuck with me. And I've realized over the last little bit now, granted age and everything else, I, I recently came in contact with an old high school friend. And we weren't great friends. We were only, we were good friends for a short amount of time. And it would have been, I probably been 16, 17 at the time, where we became great friends. And then we, we quickly fell apart afterwards when life moved in the next direction. But we recently came in contact and I, I saw a picture of them. I was like, wow, they look better than they did when we were 17. This is incredible. Like, I look like like an 8-bit version of my 17-year-old self. And like this person looks fantastic. They look probably better than they did then. They had the advantage of youth before, but now they've just aged so well. I was, I was just blown away by it. Granted, I think I look fine for my age. I don't think I look bad. I don't think I look amazing, but I think I look great. Good. I'm going to say good. I don't know where I was going with that train of thought, but I think it kind of put in perspective that with age, you know, your hands will become a little bit more weathered, like like anything. Like you can hide beauty and, um, and age and scarring. You can hide a lot of those things in your face, but you can't really hide those with your hands. No matter how much you hydrate, moisturize, exfoliate, all those things, your hands will always show age. 
And so maybe that's what I was thinking of at that point. But during this 10, maybe 12, I can't remember, I've lost track of time period of lockdown where I've been home, I've been a stay at home dad. I've really found my dad hands. I've really, I've noticed my hands have changed. This sounds weird. It's not like I sprung another finger or anything like that. I feel like my, these characteristics, these badge of honors have started to like build up. These calluses have started to build up within my hands and I feel proud. I feel amazing about it. Um, I remember, I remember probably about five years ago making this Instagram post and it was after a super long day at work. I'm talking 12 hours nonstop, maybe 15 minutes to jam a slice of pizza down my throat. Crazy day. And I remember sitting at the chairs at the front of the salon, just exhausted, mentally, physically exhausted. And I remember my hands were just kind of automatically curling into the position of my, my thumb and index finger touching. And for those who don't know, when you're cutting hair, those two fingers are used to hold the shear. And it's almost like my body was telling me, it's like, this, this is where you need to be. And I had this like crazy feeling, that tingling that starts in your jaw and vibrates through your, through your jawline, down your, your spine of like, yeah, like this was a well-earned day. And I remember thinking that to myself. I remember taking a picture of my hands and the caption was something, you know, self-prolific like, work these hands to the bones or something something like that but i just felt so proud of my hands for for being just like active throughout the day that sounds weird but it was just one of those things so i thought to myself fast forward now in life you know like i've i've had this time off and been with the girls it's been great it's been eye-opening my wife you know she always she's like now you know how i felt for like three years like, I get it. Listen, I didn't take anything away from you. I just felt like if, you know, like I would never have this opportunity if it wasn't for a global pandemic that's happening uh, to, to have this great time to bond with my girls and to just be just be the parent that I always imagined if I was home and she was working, how I would be. And so that was kind of like exciting and eye opening for that. But I've also been very active around my house. Um, the sense of pride, you know, I, I spent a lot of time doing like external things to the house to make it look better to have that pride in what I'm doing and I built a couple lofts in my garage which you know if you're listening to this and you're handy you know like it doesn't sound like that big of a deal but like I've never built that before I've never done any of those things I you know I did the research I planned it out I did it all myself and I'm you know like there's flaws in it but it's been up there for like I'm like two months and it hasn't, there's tons of weight on it. It hasn't fallen through. So I feel pretty, pretty great about that. I, I, I started checking things off the honey do list, the things that I never had time to when I was working. I built my wife a deck because she had casually mentioned how she would like one for the summer. And I just got the wheels in motion and I did it. And I was really proud of myself because of it. You know, like I, I built this bar. I, you know, I had this idea for the studio to have this bar in the studio and it, it was like ambitious and it's not that big of a deal, but I did it. I soundproofed even more the extent of the, the studio. This isn't meant to be a podcast to be all these great things I've done since I haven't, haven't been back at work, but 
these are these things that I'm very proud of. These are things that what I would have done, let's say three months ago, this was, I was to have like a couple weeks off and I was just going to do something. I call my father-in-law, call my father, call my brother, see who could help me and kind of take the lead on this project that I really didn't know what to do or how to do it. And I would just kind of learn on the fly. But like now I feel so much more confident in my own skill and I'm, I'm, I'm happy and I keep saying proud. And, you know, I, ha I had this, this breakthrough as a man, a 37 year old man, I had this breakthrough and the breakthrough was that I can do the things that I, I might've been scared to do before. I wasn't sure I could handle before. I've been able to do those things and I'm quite proud of that. So it could be all the woodworking, maybe not as much uh, moisturizing and hydrating as I normally would do if I was at work. But I've really noticed this change in my hands. It's they they feel like I they feel like they're supposed to feel. I feel like because of everything that's happened, I've become more of the person, the father, the husband that I wanted to be. And I don't want it to make it sound like I'm saying that my job was holding me back from those things. That wasn't the case. It was myself holding myself back from from being who I wanted to be in in this. Who, who be who I want to be in this moment right now so I feel very honored to have to done this I know a lot of people are stressed out I know people have lost their lives people have lost loved ones I understand that this COVID is no joke but fuck am I enjoying it man it is it is this blessing that I never knew I needed or wanted but to have this time to be able to be this family man to be able to be like this a reliable source not that it wasn't before but just to be to know that if something was to happen there's i'm there to fix it right away i'm there to be part of the solution i just feel i just feel like i've finally grown into my hands and they don't they don't feel like you know marshmallow marshmallow mitts or paws they feel accomplished they feel productive they feel um borderline entitled and I don't want that to feel like a bad word, but man, I just feel, just feel good. God damn, it feels good to be a gangster. So in closing, I guess, um, I hope you feel comfortable in your skin. I know it's not an easy task. I know it's not, I know it's not um, easy. I know it's not necessarily fun, but a lot of people do a lot of work to feel comfortable and still aren't. And I just needed, I just needed the the right sense of accomplishment to feel like my hands were this reliable source, this sign of masculinity, this sign of strength, a uh, sign of accomplishment. I just, I feel like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and I feel grateful for being, to, for being there. And I don't know, I hope this journey made sense to some of you guys. I, I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, sometimes I feel a little insecure about doing the, these, um, self-therapies putting putting myself out there like i've never done before but i also think it's kind of cool and i hope you guys are enjoying it so with that being said please like this post find us on instagram or facebook then not a, or yeah not after 30 podcast um reach out if this made sense or this touched you know those strings reach out find us on instagram like i said or your old-fashioned like that good on you not after 30 podcast at gmail.com i'll be happy to read it or not whatever works best anyways 
Uh, stretch that day at that hand out. Give me a high five. Give me a handshake. Give me a big hug. This has been awesome. Thank you as always for tuning in. This is Self Therapy. This is an After 30 Podcast Network. We are a network of dreamers just like you. Have a great night.